0: Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host Ryan Murphy, and uh, we are just—we're doing another mini. Uh, we had a scheduling mix-up. Uh, we were supposed to record Monday night, and uh, the holidays got the best of us yet again. So here's the deal: uh, I'm going to catch us up on Book Seven and the new heroes that arrived with Book Seven. And then we will return next week, just after Christmas, to talk about the holiday heroes. So it'll be a very festive episode. Um, Let's start with the banners running right now. We have the Weekly Revival 32 and 64 banners running. Uh, As mentioned, our topic this week, the Book 7 Begins banner with Sather and More running until the 22nd. Tempest Trials is running until the 25th. Heroes with Catch Skills running until the 25th as well. Cain enables battle running until the 30th, and taking us into the new year, double special heroes running until the 2nd, and holiday handoff going until the 15th. That's the new holiday banner that we'll talk about next week. Uh, And I will save my summoning for next week as well because they're all off the holiday banner. Looking at upcoming events, we have the legendary hero banner plus battle starting on. December 23rd, about a week early. Usually uh, the game kind of goes into a holiday state for about a week between Christmas and New Year's. Um, There's probably some extra rewards to collect during that time. Sometimes we get some free summoning tickets. As of this recording, we don't know what those are, but I anticipate we'll have some sort of bonus offered to us by Intelligent Systems. So we'll get the Legendary Hero early. We'll talk about that next week as well. Voting Gauntlet will start on the 26th when we record, with a login bonus starting on December 24th. All right, let's talk about Book 7. So, uh, Book 7 features, a uh, couple of new features introduced in the Fae channel that we got alongside the Book 7 launch. Otherworld Bonds, where you can recruit one hero from a Binding World event as a Forma. Um, this is a new sort of uh, currency, premium currency, ...that you can purchase as part of an orb bundle and allows you to recruit one of the heroes from your Binding Worlds event as a forma. Um, also included is the Arena for Summon Tickets, where if you successfully complete five arena battles in a row... ...you will be rewarded a ticket to summon on a banner for a guaranteed five-star hero from the four-star special pool. Now, looking at book seven, we got our intro movie introducing the new story that we're going to be experiencing over the next year. It's time to visit yet another realm as we travel to Vanaheim in a battle against time. In the opening video, we're introduced to Sather and her little sister Hather, as well as the evil goddess Golvig. So the evil goddess is going to be Playing with time, you even notice if you play the story missions, you kind of, it's offered to you out of order. So that will be fun and confusing as time travel does. So there we go. Now, speaking of new heroes, for the book seven begins Sather and Moore banner. We will welcome book seven with Sather herself, which you did get for free if you completed the first chapter of the book, um, alongside heroes from Fire Emblem Fates joining her on the banner. And we'll kick things off with Rearmed Ophelia, Starlit Maiden. Ophelia is the daughter of Odin, the mage chosen by Destiny. Rumor has it she's a chosen one herself, or at least that's what she claims. Ophelia is a red-tome infantry rearmed hero wielding arcane eclipse, which accelerates special trigger cooldown count minus one. At the start of turn one, grants special cooldown count minus one. At start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus 5 to unit. Unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack and neutralizes penalties to unit's attack during combat. She has a new skill in the B slot called Special Spiral 4, which deals plus 5 damage when special triggers. If special triggers, neutralizes, uh, reduces damage by x% effects from non-special skills, which excludes area of effect specials, If special triggers before or during combat, grant special cooldown count minus two after combat. Rounding out her kit is Luna as a special, attack slash resistance finish four in the A slot, and times pulse three in the C slot. Next up, we have uh, Kaldori, Perfect Angel. Kaldori is the daughter of Tsubaki, the accomplished Sky Knight, although she looks awfully familiar to another hero that may be around the barracks. Anyways... Kaldori is a blue lance flyer hero wielding prodigy pull arm, which accelerates special trigger cooldown count minus one. At start of combat, if units HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus five to unit, and neutralizes effects that guarantee foes follow-up attacks and effects that prevent units follow-up attacks during combat, and also reduces foes attack slash defense during combat by X%. Of unit speed at start of combat so x is equal to five times the number of units max hp and attack slash speed slash defense resistance stats that are no more than five higher than foes corresponding stats at start of combat plus ten she has a new skill in the c slot called attack slash speed hold which inflicts attack slash speed minus four on foes within three spaces during combat rounding out her kit is draconic aura as a special and attack slash speed catch four in the a slot Moving over to our next hero, we have Dwyer, Sleepy Butler. Dwyer is the son of Noor's foremost butler, Jacob, and he grew up in the Deep Realms. Dwyer is a staff infantry hero wielding aid plus, where at start of turn restores 10 HP to ally that has been dealt the most damage, excluding the unit. Being the four-star hero of the banner, he has no new skills, but rounding out his kit is martyr plus as an assist, heavenly light as a special A-R-D, attack slash resistance 3 in the A slot, and speed tactic 3 in the C slot. Now we get to our uh, book 7 hero, Sather, goddess of hope. She's a goddess of Anaheim, the realm of light, which exists separately from the world of Midgard. Sather came to rescue our Asker heroes from Golvig, the golden seer. Apparently she wants to change the future to save them from some sort of ruin. Sather is available on the banner, but can also be unlocked for free by completing book 7, chapter 13-5. She is a green cavalry astra mythic hero wielding Sather. Accelerate special trigger cooldown count minus 1. At start of turn, if unit is within 2 spaces of an ally, grants the following effect to unit and allies within 2 spaces of unit for 1 turn. Foe cannot make a follow-up attack. If unit initiates combat or is within two spaces of an ally, grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus 5 to unit during combat. Unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack and unit deals damage equal to 20% of unit's resistance, including when dealing damage with a special triggered uh, before combat. She has two new skills, including chill attack slash resistance 3 in the B slot. At start of turn, inflicts attack slash resistance minus 6 on uh on the enemy team with the highest attack plus resistance total and foes within two spaces of that foe through their next actions. In the C slot, she has future focused on odd numbered turns after foes start of turn skills trigger for the closest foes in cardinal directions of unit. If units resistance is greater than or equal to foes resistance plus X, X being the distance from unit to foe times three, that foes action ends immediately. Rounding out her kit is Iceberg as a special and Stillwater 4 in the A slot. Couple more heroes to go over uh, that are off the banner. We have Karagi, Upbeat Archer. Karagi is the son of Takumi, Eagle-Eyed Archer, and Second Eldest Prince of Hoshido. Just like his father, Karagi is no slouch when it comes to the bow. Karagi is a bow infantry hero wielding Unbound Bow Plus, which is effective against flying foes. If unit is not adjacent to an ally, inflicts speed slash defense minus 5 on foe and neutralizes foe's bonuses to speed slash defense from skills like fortify, rally, etc. During combat. Being the Tempest Trials hero for the banner, he has no new skills, but rounding out his kit, is Luna as a special, Swiss Sparrow 2 in the A slot, and Drive Speed 2 in the C slot. Now concluding these uh, latest round of new heroes, we have Hans, Ambitious Brute. Hans is a criminal with a very checkered past, but his talents were such that he found a place at King Garen's side. Hans is available as a grand hero battle reward and is an axe infantry hero wielding Argomir, which grants attack plus three. If unit initiates combat or is not adjacent to an ally, grants attack slash speed plus six to unit during combat. Unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack and also reduces damage from foe's first attack by 40% and unit's next attack deals damage equal to total damage reduced by any source, including other skills. Resets at end of combat. Being the grand hero battle hero for the banner, he does not have any new skills, but rounding out his kit, his dragon fang is a special, attack slash speed ideal 3 in the A slot, and rouse attack slash speed 3 in the C slot. So that is the heroes that uh, I wanted to catch up on in this mini, and uh... You know, I'm looking forward to seeing where this new book goes. With time travel involved, it's uh, it's always a tough call. And um, the fact that we are heading to the Realm of Light uh, after playing God of War Ragnarok and, and getting to experience more of the Nine Realms, it's really interesting that we're going to be traveling to, uh, I pronounce it Vanaheim, because that's just how I've gotten so used to saying it. I think it might be pronounced a little different in the introduction to Book 7, if I'm remembering correctly. So forgive me for that. Um, But these new heroes are, uh, you know, they're all Fates characters. And we've talked about Fates previously on the show. And I I think it's one of those games that I didn't get a lot of experience with uh, the child heroes in that game, mainly because I think it felt um, a bit forced in that one, as opposed to Awakening, which built it right into the story. It felt like Fates was like, well, we have to have that system come back. And the way we do that is by having kids, placing them in the deep realms, and then they age quicker, and then we can bring bring them back and you can use them as heroes. I mean, we never really got too far with Fates uh, in Game Club when we were doing Game Club. I think we, we ended up playing Conquest, but we didn't finish it because uh, we just struggled with it so much. Um, but that being said, I'm really interested to see how Intelligent Systems plays with The way the story has been laid out so far, you know, starting with chapter 13 of book seven and then jumping back to, I don't even think you jump back to chapter one. I think you jump back to like chapter three. So there's going to be some jumping around and we'll get parts of the story out of order. And, you know, time travel can be confusing and annoying, but I think it's, it's always fun to see how developers try to include it in their design. So I'm glad that Intelligent Systems is trying something new because this is the seventh year of content for this game. So it was about time we tried something new and having wrapped up the story for Asker and Embla, it's time for uh, the next big bad. So here we are, uh, a time god is going to be messing with time and basically, uh, as we saw, erasing Asker and Embla from existence. Uh, we'll continue to uh, you know keep an eye on the story and talk about it on the show as we move into the new year. As I said, we have one more episode before the new year with uh, our normal episode that will be recorded on the 26th, just after Christmas. And I know there's been a bunch of Fire Emblem Engage content that's been posted by Nintendo. The marketing's starting to ramp up. We're getting a lot of overview uh, trailers. Um, we'll talk about that next week as well once Eddie's back because I know he'll wanna he'll wanna chat about that. So look forward to that discussion as well next week. And that is going to do it for this mini. Thank you so much for listening. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers Inn for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.